0: Hey friends, it's me, Brianne. Welcome to Embracing the Uncomfortable, hosted by yours truly. This is a place where we confront life's uncomfortableness head on and try to lean into those experiences and discover God's grace along the way. Everyone is welcome here and no topics are off the table. So if you're ready to join me on that journey, grab some caffeine and let's get to it. You guys, welcome back to Embracing the Uncomfortable. This is episode 16, wowza. Um, Obviously, I'm your host, Brienne, and I am so happy to be hanging out with you guys today. And just kidding, I'm by myself in my apartment um, recording this, but in theory, I'm hanging out with you guys and... Having these deep conversations. So we are going to literally dive right in because this is a heavy topic. There's a lot. And when I say a lot, you know that I mean it because homegirl over here be trying to keep the episode short to like a lunch break or a drive to work a commute. But uh, I know that that hasn't been the case, but that is the goal today because I want you guys to benefit from this. Um, God really did a work in my heart. I did not want to touch this topic. Haha, <laughs> Brian, you say that every time, but I did not want to touch this topic and believe it or not, this topic came from special request. and God made it pretty clear. So we're going to go ahead and just jump right into this. As you can see, the title, I have a title picked out before recording. Haha, <laughs> yay. That's amazing. Um, yes. Title is Stop Turning Right. Folks, we are doing it. Anxiety and worry um, and then even like stress and just those types of emotions, but it's mainly like anxiety and worry because I can relate and it's uncomfortable. Those are very uncomfortable. Um... So yes, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. And actually, I feel the need to pray right now. So I'm going to go ahead and say a quick prayer, and we're going to go right in. Dear Lord, I pray for this episode. I pray you give me the words to say. I thank you so much for all that you've done, and please help this benefit them today. And just please use this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys. So um, if you've been following me for a while and listening, been a loyal listener of Embracing the Uncomfortable, you might remember that we did a similar episode back a while ago, um, episode four called Battle in the Mind. And we tackled a lot of tough, uh, I called them negative emotions, but they were just some of the harder emotions that come along like rejection, insecurity, self-limiting beliefs, things like that. And I didn't really touch on anxiety because I knew down the line that I was going to have to devote an episode to it. And ta-da, ta-freaking-da, in the words of Michael Scott, right? We are here. Okay, Brianne, bring it in. We're going to get serious. All right. Uh, Some of you may be wondering why I titled it and clearly you can tell Brianna's an anxious mind because look at how I'm talking. I'm anxious to talk about anxiety because there's so much here you guys. So stop turning right. You're probably like what in the world does that even have to do? Well um, a while ago I was, well, it's probably like two years ago now, back when, you know, gas was affordable. I went on a drive because my mental health was seriously suffering and I was jamming to music and I was in the back roads of my town and I was struggling with a lot of things. My life literally seemed out of control, but more like mentally and emotionally. Like I could not get my stuff together, my brain together, and I couldn't seem to be truly happy or mentally okay and nothing helped that normally did which was like hanging out with friends and things like that. I didn't have a lot of healthy coping skills back then. I actually didn't really have a good walk with God back then either so my mental health obviously struggled and I still, I hope somebody else has been there that's listening and I'm not some crazy person uh, but I ended up crying going on the drive and listening to worship music and so I was in the back roads and as I was driving it was like Christmas time and there was like lights at these really fancy houses on these back roads and it I kept driving, and it dawned on me, um, I kept passing the same house and the same, like, set of lights, I think, like, three times, and I remember being like, what in the world? Like, how am I, I don't remember turning the way that I needed to go to keep going in a circle. That's what I realized I was doing after the third time passing the house, right? And it finally hit me, like, an epiphany. I don't know if that happens to you guys, but some deep thought hit me when I'm driving these roads. And it was that I can't expect to see a change of scenery. Like, why am I surprised that I'm seeing the same house when I keep turning right at the fork in the road? Like it wasn't like a stop sign fork. It was more like a veer, like you veer right or veer left. And I guess I kept veering right and then right again. And literally I was going in circles, you guys. And I would blame having a blonde moment, but then I started realizing, you know what? I think God was teaching me a lesson. So yeah. I was like, I can't expect to see a change of scenery when I keep turning right. So here's what I learned. Some deep philosophical thought from taking a little drive, right? It was, Brianne, you are mentally and emotionally not okay right now. You are struggling deeply and you are unable to pinpoint why. Like there's no... Obviously, there was a lot going on in my life and there's a lot of my past that I haven't dealt with the right way, right? And so that tends to carry over or has because I've started to take steps towards that. But it's like I was telling myself, Brianne, stop turning right. Not just in your driving, in life. Stop returning to the same things over and over that have the same result, that are causing me hurt, that are causing me pain. At that time in my life, I had, I was not having a walk with God, right? I had not the healthiest friendships, um, just some issues between family members. And there was just a lot going on. Um, I wasn't my best self. I was constantly in a state of comparison and anxiety that I didn't quite know what was going on, right? And I was returning to the same triggers over and over again and expecting me not to suffer mentally and emotionally and physically, And uh, what's the definition of insanity again? Yeah, that's right. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result or turning the same direction over and over and over, going in one giant circle and expecting to see different things. So my point is, if we know and have a sense of what's hurting us or causing our anxiety, our triggers, right, we've got to stop running back to it. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I'm going to spend the bulk of the time on how to combat anxiety because the thing is, anxiety is different for everybody. You're sitting there right now in your car, in your house, wherever you are, and you are already thinking of the things that maybe bring a little bit of anxiety. Stop running back to the same things that you know cause your anxiety. And it can be friends. It can be an environment. It can be circumstances, choices, certain emotions that you choose to dwell in and on. Like I have a bad habit of dwelling in comparison, dwelling in sadness, dwelling in anger. Part of dealing with anxiety, right, is really coming face to face with those triggers and what's causing it. And getting rid of those triggers, like I mentioned all my, the triggers that I was dealing with a few years ago when I was turning right. Yeah, it wasn't easy to think about giving some of those things up. It's weird because they're like a comfort to you, but they're also hurting you. But that's part of being in like toxic relationships. You can be in a toxic relationship with friends, a significant other. Um, You can be in a toxic relationship with your job, with circumstances, with choices you make, with emotions, like literally things can be toxic, right? So then there's, that's a lot of the anxiety that we tend to have control over, right? And that is a fact that sometimes we control our own anxiety, guys. But then there's an anxiety that we have zero control over, right? Maybe we're just naturally anxious people and we don't know why and it's not connected to anything specific. But living in this constant mindset of anxiety will only be damaging mentally, emotionally, physically, all of the ways, you guys. Here's what I learned, you guys. Anxiety is a signal, It is not meant to be a lifestyle. It's a signal that we need help or attention somewhere. Just like when our check engine light turns on on our car, right? We do something about it. We don't just let it ding, 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 ding. Some do, right? But I mean, we shouldn't. It's a signal. So there's something in our brain called the amygdala. And it's there to alert us to dangers, it's there to, you know, trigger us if potentially there's something threatening or whatever. But we enhance our anxiety by ruminating on these dangers, um, even if they're just potential dangers, right? And we can think up these things in our minds and just dwell on them. And I know I'm guilty of that. So why? Why do we have to confront anxiety, right? It's the trigger word. Everyone's talking about it. And everyone kind of normalizes it. Like, oh, you're anxious. Take take a pill or like, uh, just, just you know, it is what it is. We're all anxious people. We all have anxiety. He... <laughs> But you know what, guys? It's not meant to be that way. Here's why we've got to confront it. It wreaks havoc on not just mental and emotional health, but your physical health. Um, It affects your nervous system, your cardiovascular, digestive, immune, and respiratory systems. These can come in the form of panic attacks, depression, breathing problems, crazy digestive problems. And trust me, it happens I never wanted to admit that I, Brienne Smith, would ever have anxiety, right? I don't like being like everyone else. And I'm not like, I never wanted to be that person. that was like, I have anxiety. But you know what? Once I named it and admitted it to myself, things finally started to make a little sense. And things started slowly but surely heading on the, on like, a better direction. So, lowering anxiety. This is the part we've been waiting for. Tips and tricks, right? With Brienne? No, um, but if these examples are screaming you in your daily life, please listen, right? So lowering anxiety. There's not one size fits all. It tends to be super personal to the person, right? To what works best for you. We cannot handle worry or anxiety for prolonged periods of time. Our bodies and our minds were not made for it, you guys. So tip number one, you guys, for lowering anxiety. Here we go. Give it to God. And I know that Some of you might be like, Brienne. for once, can you not just always go back to God? Um, Unfortunately, no, because I promise you, once you get a taste of Jesus, like there really is no turning back, the hope, the comfort, all the things. But give it to God, you guys. There's always someone that cares, even if you think it's not a big deal. If it's on your mind, it's on his heart. And there is a verse in the Bible. I love this one. It says, casting all, A-L-L, all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares for you. And there is a quote that I read, and it says, If your life is filled with the Spirit of God, the devil will have little room to operate. And one thing I can tell you with confidence is that anxiety is not from God. It is not His plan for us to operate with anxiety constantly. It's, like I said, it's damaging not just to our mental health, but physically. Here's another way to combat anxiety. Prayer, you guys. Praying is kind of the same as giving it to God, right? But Praying actively combats anxiety and worry. Anxiety may be a natural response, but you need something supernatural to fight that, and that's prayer. Prayer aligns our hearts with God, allows us to communicate—not only us talk to God, but He talks to us—and we open that friendship. And there is a verse in the Bible, Psalm forty six ten. It says, "Be still and know that I am God." And it just be still, know that He cares about you and that He hears you. Um, There's another verse in Psalm 34, verse 4, and it says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. That's a promise, you guys. So, even if you're still exploring your whole faith thing and not sure if you want to be a Christian or even, you know, learn more about Jesus, just know that he makes these promises that he'll hear us and he'll deliver us from all of our fears, and that includes anxiety. So, And what else to do? Laugh deep and laugh often. Find people that make you belly laugh, you guys. That is so good for helping with anxiety. Be happy and find things that fill your cup. Okay, so another way to combat anxiety, you guys, and I cannot stress this enough, and we're going to spend a little bit of time here, take care of your body. So super long story short, I will definitely try to keep it short, but I, if you know me at all personally, you know how many years I've dealt with physical struggles and health struggles. It was never something crazy that landed me in the hospital, but it's been like six or seven years in and out of specialists and doctors, and it was all for my stomach, like gut-related things, and it was just endless, and they never found anything substantial. They found minor things and were like, "Eh, "Ah, you know, there's this and there's that, but like, eh. It is what it is. Like there's not like you don't need surgery. So bye. But I I had so many gut issues, you guys, and it actually took my mom telling me one day, honey, not saying these aren't real symptoms, but you've just got to get your worry and your mind under control. Your anxious mind doesn't help your stomach. And I remember thinking my mom's crazy. She's invalidating me. But that was probably one of the best things anyone has ever said to me because it got my butt into gear. And I finally started taking efforts to get my mental health. What else could I do, right? I'd been to all the doctors, been to all the specialists. There was nothing they could do for me. So I did what I didn't even think would work, right? To get my mental health under control and my anxiety. And I saw a nutritionist, which coupled with all the mindset work, right? I finally started to feel like my old self. And there that's not to say there isn't still rough days, sometimes rough weeks, right? But I do my best now to never live there in those moments and emotions because not only because it's just sucky to live your life that way, but my gut health is vastly improved since I have been taking the steps that I'm telling you today are everything I've done. That's helped you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying i'm not like it's a cure all but these are all so such helpful tools right and everyone wants to feel their best and anxiety robs you of feeling your best so another way and i can actually say i do this because i do it now huh. exercise you guys such a great Stress reliever, and why did nobody tell me that? I'm just kidding, people have told me my whole life, but I've always like, Ew, no, how can exercise be a stress reliever? Like, it's so annoying in the moment, but you know what, guys, it is a natural stress reliever. And I'm about to throw a bunch of science at you because. It's legit. And exercise is a natural stress reliever. It lowers muscle tension. It changes your actual brain chemistry by boosting anti-anxiety chemicals like serotonin, GABA. And actually, I can speak to GABA. I started taking that as a supplement once I saw my nutritionist. And it... Helps. Exercise even helps activate our frontal region in our brain, which can help regulate the amygdala. Ding, ding, ding. We talked about that earlier. That's that little small thing in your brain responsible for handling real or imagined threats. And our amygdala is helpful for the legit threats, but we wear it out unnecessarily when we're constantly worrying about the what-ifs and potentials. Hello, choir. I am preaching to you. And by choir, I mean me, right? So we wear our brain out. And there is actually... A proven brain-gut connection. The different, our microbiome in our gut affects our mood, affects memory and fatigue, and just the gut and the brain are so connected. That's why getting my gut health under control—that's um, a good place to start if you have unnecessary anxiety, right? Another thing I can suggest, you guys, besides exercise and just getting your physical health under control, is taking natural supplements. I won't spend too much time on these, but if you are a person that struggles with anxiety for no explained reason, please look into GABA, G-A-B-A. It's a natural, like like low GABA levels are literally associated with neurological and mental health conditions. GABA is an amino acid that works in your brain and helps calm down, like, that nervous side of your brain, the anxious brain, it just kind of calms your brain down, helps you take things as they come, and you're not as ah, like Like, everything doesn't affect you negatively the way that it used to, and I can speak to it. I've been taking it now for a few months. Same with some of these other ones. Um, ashwagandha is super helpful, you guys. Magnesium helps calm the nervous system naturally. There's another thing called 5-HTP, literal life changer. It boosts your serotonin levels naturally. And you guys, studies have indicated that HGP may be as effective as certain antidepressant drugs in treating individuals with certain types of depression. So if that doesn't tell you that natural supplements do wonders, I don't know what does. And a lot of these things, they just help with helping your brain function at its best and so you're not stuck in the constant cycle turning right being anxious about things right eating well diet is huge like there like I said there's a brain gut connection eat eat well, you guys. Um, even in the Bible, it talks about in Proverbs 17, how a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. A broken spirit drieth the bones. Spirit, that's like your mental health. Mental health directly correlates to physical health and vice versa. Your brain can affect your gut. If you're anxious, your gut's going to be out of whack. If you're eating stuff or you're not exercising and you're not getting any movement or anything, then it's going to mess up your, your, your brain and like, your mental health. Like it's all so connected. So we're getting down to close-ish to the end. So a few more tips, you guys. Find friends and people who will pray for you and with you and have fun with you, you guys. And most of all, make time for you. Find people like that. Speak truth to yourself and find friends that also speak truth into your life. Um, A good friend has taught me the power of this in a way that I never knew or understood. So I figured why not just share, I was going to share a few, but I'll just share one of the many amazing texts that I've received from her when I just text her and say things like, hey, my mental health is hurting, I need prayer. Or I'll tell her specifically what's going on. So here's an example of things that she sends me. Plead the blood, Brianne. Don't let Satan take an inch of ground. Start thanking God. For everything you can think of. She doesn't just tell me truth. She tells me, hey, Brian, get your mind off yourself pretty much. Start thanking God for everything you can think of. I'm praying for you. She sent me some verses. And then she said, you are precious in the sight of the only person that matters. And called you by name before you were born. I cannot stress enough. Find friends. And if you don't have friends I will speak truth into your life like that. And be there to pray with you and pray for you. Pray for them. <laughs> they come. This girl prayed for her. I prayed for a friend that prays. That's a lot of the word pray, but you get what I'm saying. And and God brought her to me. So find friends like that. Cannot stress it enough. Take a social media break, especially if you can identify that as one of your triggers. And that was me. I actually just got done with a social media break. Such a good decision. My One of my biggest triggers for anxiety is comparison and social media will do it. Am I right? Um, another thing you guys... Get a morning routine or a night routine established or both. Get your body on a routine. It'll help calm those anxious thoughts naturally. And obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say I have anything against whatever your doctor wants to prescribe you. If you feel like you need medication, I'm not one to tell you. I'm not a doctor, right? But I'm just here to show that there are so many other ways, mainly those natural supplements, you guys. I know that got really science-y, but there are so many ways to to do this naturally um, before kind of resorting to a pill. So, and and a lot of people don't know that. So this is kind of just education. But we're going to taper this down. We're almost done. But you guys, here's some just things that are going to boost your spirit and give you some tools to resort back to. So if you feel overwhelmed and like your anxious mind is taking over, you guys, I want you to pick up a Bible, your Bible, look it up online and find Isaiah 43 verse 2. This verse is amazing. It talks about how when we walk through waters, we won't drown or deep waters. When we walk through fire, we won't be burned. Again, God promises to get us through. We are not destined to live in our hard times, in our hard moments, in our tough emotions and anxiety. God will get us through. There are so many different triggers for our anxiety, for our fears, for negative thoughts, worry, all those things. And it's important to first identify Uh, what our triggers are, and then find the truth to combat. For me, it was comparison. That was huge. And I had to actively find truth or have friends help me find truth to combat that. Know the triggers, know the solutions, have a plan and versus or just positivity, a friend to reach out to. Have those things on hand. Um, The Bible also talks about the power of our thoughts. It says in 2 Corinthians that we have to bring into captivity every thought and cast down imaginations. God knew the power of our thought life. And there are times we just have to say no and cast those thoughts down and out, banish them, and tell them, don't come back, anxiety. This ain't the time, boo. So last minute tips, you guys. Take things as they come. Don't get ahead and worry about things that, number one, haven't even happened yet. And just worrying about the what ifs. Don't do it to yourself, right? Quick story, uh, which proves that little old Brienne started off very anxious and worrisome, and I've had to take some steps. This is when I was probably like six or seven years old. I had a habit of worrying as a ba- as a kid, as a baby, as a kid, right? I remember distinctly one night, I called my mom into my room, and not to be dramatic or anything, but I legit thought I was gonna die. Um, long story short, ended up just having to throw up, but you know, seven-year-olds. I really thought I was going to die. And I told my mom all the things. I was telling her, I love you, Mom. Please tell my dad I love him. And my mom's looking at me like, "Brian, what is wrong with you? And, uh, yeah, so I ended up just having to throw up that night. But something that my mom, that's just an example of my little anxious mind back then. But something my mom would always tell me, you guys, and tell me why I don't remember much of my childhood. I guess I blocked it out. But uh, I remember this. My mom so many nights would sit on the edge of my bed, probably patting my back, and she would tell me, Brienne, Psalm 56, 3, say it with me. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Afraid, that verse, that that word can mean so many things. When what time I am anxious, when I am sad, when I am this, I will trust in thee. I will trust in God. So clearly, you guys, anxiety is a natural thing. We know this, right? And so many of us have to combat it. And it's, it starts young. And so many of you have probably been dealing with this for years and you really think it's your norm. But we can fight it and it does not have to win. I know this is a cliche, but faith over fear, you guys, always. Faith and worry cannot coexist. Have faith that you are made for more. Have faith that you don't have to live in an anxious mind. Have faith that God wants more for you. And God has so many so many amazing plans for each of your, our lives, your life, that anxiety has no part in that. No, none. Unless it's like a real threat where you're like, oh, I'm a little, this is a little leery situation. I don't think I should listen to those. You know, if there's a little, there's a person over here and they look like they're creeping on you, like, let's go ahead and use that amygdala. Use that little anxiety that kicks in right there. Brief anxiety, right? But you guys, you guys know what I'm saying. So I'm going to throw this quote at you. It was impactful to me. I'm gonna throw it at you guys. Um, remember this, it's okay to lose to an opponent, but you must not lose to fear. If y'all can tell me where that's from, I swear that we will be best friends for life. But for those of you that don't know, that is from Karate Kid 3 and yeah, big Mr. Miyagi fan over here. But that quote, you guys, it's okay to lose to an opponent, but you must not lose to fear. You must not lose, how I take that, don't lose to fear. A lot of my anxiety has triggered from fear. Fear of my health problems. Every time I'd have a little tiny problem, I'm like oh, I have cancer and I'm gonna die, or I'm constantly worried that one of my family members is gonna have a health scare, like stuff that literally hasn't even happened. I just was worrying about things and fearing, and that was a huge trigger for my anxiety. And uh, a lot, a lot of anxiety comes from fear. It may not be like fear of like dying, but it's fear of like not being good enough of not being like those around you, of not living out your full potential, like whatever it is for you. Losing to legitimate concerns and worries is understandable, right? But fear itself, take it from Mr. Miyagi, right? It's not worth it. It's not worth the time and energy that anxiety drains us of. Last thing, you guys, Isaiah 26.3, it talks about how God will keep us in perfect peace if our minds are focused on him. So focus on Christ. God promises he'll keep us in that perfect peace. And let me tell you what, peace sounds a whole lot more appealing than anxiety and worry and fear and stress and all the things that come along with it, all the mental and physical and emotional tolls that they take, right? God gave us, and if you don't believe me, 2 Timothy 1, 7, God gave us, you guys, listen to this, a spirit of a power and of a love and of a ding, 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 of a sound Mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. He gave us a sound mind. A sound mind that's not riddled with anxiety. So guys, we have reached the end of this anxiety one and I appreciate you guys for making it to the end. This was not a commute length and it was not a lunch break. I am so Sorry, but I truly hope that this has helped you guys. And um, just rates, reviews, subscribe, and share, please. All the all the things, right? Um, subscribe so you don't miss, and share if this has helped you or someone else. And then definitely reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at bnsducks or at embracing.the.uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I'd love to hear from you guys. So cheers to whatever is in your glass. Remember, you guys, stop turning right.